You're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with Brie Couric, episode number 33. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing all about the three signs that you are activating your purpose through your business. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. This is Brie Couric, and you're listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast. You're committed to living life by your own rules, and that includes the actions you take to build your business. The Frequency and Flow podcast explains how to grow your business's unique brand, marketing, sales, and operations in alignment by leveraging your own energetic blueprint using human design and gene keys so that you can take aligned actions without force, frustration, or burnout. With over 15 years of online business experience and now over four years into my own human design experiment, I discuss my own learnings and challenges while giving practical guidance that you can implement to build a fulfilling and abundant business that creates the life of freedom that you desire. Let's dive in. It wasn't all that long ago that I felt truly lost in my business. In a way, I almost felt like I was stuck between two worlds. While I had taken the leap to leave the soul-dimming status quo of the corporate hamster wheel that I had been on for quite a long time, I also wasn't certain of anything except for the fact that I knew I did not want to go backward and back into that world that I had escaped. At the same time, I felt very lost, scattered, just very pulled in a million different directions, I had so many ideas and I was creating so much in my business. I was creating lead magnets and offers and marketing content. I was just creating and creating and had all these ideas and nothing that I was doing was really gaining traction at the time. I was doing so much. My to-do list was literally a mile long every single day five days a week, six days a week. It was I could never keep up with all of the things I kept piling on my own to-do list. And I was working an insane amount of hours. I was exhausted. I was holed up on my computer all day, (laughs) just working and working and working away to do the things that I thought I needed to do to create a successful business. And on top of all of that, I really doubted myself and the decision that I had made to make this scary leap into starting a business in the first place. I was like, what? Like, I would just lift my head up from time to time from my desk and like, why am I doing this? What am I doing here? <laughs> it was it was really a strange time because I felt just so unclear and so uncertain and no better off than when I had left that corporate hamster wheel in the first place. Because when I quit my job, back, um, gosh, almost three years ago now. Actually, it's just about the three-year anniversary, crazy enough. I did it because I wanted to become a better version of myself and to live a more purposeful and fulfilling life. I'm sure you can relate. Whether you've left your corporate job or you're thinking about leaving your corporate job or you're still there and you're happy there, right? Like the whole reason we're here is to live a purposeful and fulfilling life. And so, and figuring out the best way to do that for you is quite, sometimes can be quite challenging (laughs) and raise some very sticky questions. 
But in many ways, you could actually argue that at that point in my life, I was worse off than when I had made the decision to start a business in the first place and leave that corporate job. I mean, mentally, physically, um, uh, emotionally, and spiritually, in all of those ways, I could argue that I was actually in, you know, starting my own business and trying to be more, like live a more purposeful life. I was actually worse off than I was when I was in that corporate hamster wheel. And I'm actually like happy to share that right now in this moment as I'm recording this and in 2022 thus far, I feel like I'm in a totally different place. And I know that I'm in a totally different place than I was back then. But I had to actively change the way that I did things so that I could be more purposeful in my actions and in my business. It took some very conscious conscious shifts for me to get where I'm at now versus where I was a couple of years ago. So in the Gene Keys, specifically in the Gene Keys activation sequence that helps you uncover and activate your genius, there's one sphere out of the four prime gifts that you have in the activation sequence, and it's that's specifically called your purpose. It is the last sphere of the four prime gifts that you have, and it's the last gift on what Richard Rudd calls the golden path of your gene keys, but specifically the first pathway, which is your activation sequence. And this sphere is something that we dive into very deeply in my program, Radiant on Purpose. But I want to give you a little taste of what it is here and just a little bit about what we explore in the program too. Because this sphere, your purpose sphere, is something that there's so many interesting ways to think about it. The sphere and the activation sequence specifically, but one thing about it that continues to come back to me over and over again that Richard Rudd, who's the creator of Gene Keys, said, is that your purpose is not about what you are here to do. It's about who you are here to be. It's not about the doing that is happening in your life. It's the being. Who are you being in your life? And that is your purpose and aligning to that consciousness of who you want to be and who you're here to be. I have contemplated this and reflected on this for months and months and over years, like years now. <laughs> but ever since I heard this, it really just caught me and stopped me in my tracks. I think this is so interesting because many of us start businesses to live these purposeful lives and we busy ourselves with the doing of all the things to grow our purpose-driven businesses Sometimes working ourselves into burnout, into frustration, resentment, overwhelm, and that feeling, just feeling that feeling lost and questioning why we even decided to do this anyways. Ugh, like, ugh. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's where I was, you know, back a, a year or two ago. <sighs> Exhale. <laughs> I get worked up thinking about that. But we're so busy chasing and doing and hustling and planning that we forget why we took the leap in the first place to start our businesses. And I'm willing to guess that a big reason that you decided to take the leap into creating your own business was so that you could be a better version of yourself, so that you could be, be a leader who helps and heals others too. You decided to take this leap of faith for yourself to be 
you didn't take this leap of faith necessarily to do. <laughs> I mean, sure, there's things that you are going to do, but it's more about you you decided to take the risk so that you could be a better version of yourself, not so you could do a better version of yourself. And yet, sometimes it's easy for you, for me, for us to lose sight of this, to get so caught up in the ego and the agenda behind everything it takes to create a successful business. We get so caught up in the doing that we forget the reasons we decided to do this in the first place. We decided to do this to be joyful, to be peaceful, to be free, to be of service, and to be purposeful and intentional. And in doing so, it's so easy to put ourselves in a state that leaves us worse off mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually than we were before we made that decision to start our business, your business, in the first place, just like I mentioned in my own story. Some, at some point, we get a little bit lost. And that's it's happened to me. It's happened to me more than once. It's happened to me for extended periods of time. If this is resonating with you at all right now, just know this is very common, especially for us, you know, purpose driven entrepreneurs, healers, people who have that heart of service. <laughs> it's very, this is very common. You are not alone if this feels like. It can be an alone feeling, but I hope you know that you're not alone. I just want you to take a moment, like especially if this is resonating with you, to think about the person that you aspired to be when you started your business and the person that you are being right now. And if there's a discrepancy between who you wanted to be and who you are being right now, where can you make changes in what you do to support the person that you want to be and that you decided to be? It could be something simple as just pushing out a deadline so that you're not hustling so hard or pausing a project or a task that just doesn't feel in alignment or isn't serving you anymore? Is it creating some sort of new process that better aligns with your working style so things feel easier to you? Is it releasing the unrealistic expectations and erroneous agendas and just giving yourself extra grace and love instead? I know for me, that was definitely something that helped me along my journey. <laughs> Sometimes it's little decisions that help us be a better version of ourselves and the version of ourselves that we chose to be or that we intended to be when we started our business. Back to the purpose sphere of the Gene Keys. And how do you know when you are actually activating on your purpose? How do you know when you are being the person that you intended to be through your purpose? When I think about the person who I'm here to be and the quality of consciousness that I would like to be, <laughs> to embody and project out into the world through my business as that purpose sphere is being activated, there's really three things that I feel happening in my own business right now that I'm in a better place. And they're very relevant and applicable to anyone who's on a similar journey. Either you're stuck in the weeds of what I described earlier, or you're at this point where you think you're heading in the right direction, but you're not quite sure. 
there's three very tangible things that I've noticed that have happened in my business that I feel by knowing these, you'll understand if you're heading in the right direction as well. So these three signs are ways of being <laughs> that will help you know that you're on the path to activating your purpose through your business as well. The first one is that you slow down and you begin to trust in divine timing more than ever because it allows you to be a more peaceful version of you. So when you prioritize being peaceful over the urge to bury yourself under unrealistic timelines and balancing all of the other commitments in your life so that you can, you know, you can, when you prioritize that peace over that hustle, <laughs> then you can create an environment of contentment for yourself. When I think about where I was then and that story I described earlier to where I am now, instead of feeling like I was always behind, like I was missing opportunities, I was guilty for working too slowly, I trusted so much more in my own timelines and trusted more that I was moving at the pace that I was moving for a reason. You know, maybe I something needed to take longer because giving it some extra time to marinate in my mind made it a better version. You know, those are things that I've constantly come back to that instead of getting frustrated that things aren't moving as fast as I like, there has to be a reason why. And that has brought me much more peace and allowed me to be more peaceful in my life. So if you're at the place right now where you're in more of the force and the hustle than the ease, how can you introduce more peace into your life? How can you be more peaceful? Is it Getting rid of the most forceful projects that are on your to-do list right now? Is it maybe extending some of those deadlines that you've put upon yourself? Is it just loving yourself more and releasing the negative feelings that you have that are taking up space in your brain? For me, it was like an active practice of letting go or stopping the negative thoughts in my head when I miss those self-imposed deadlines. And it was a practice over days, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, and maybe even years that has brought me to a better place. And part of that is because I have a defined Ajna, so relearning process and beliefs takes a little bit longer, but it does make a difference. The second sign that you're activating your purpose is that you crave simplicity in your business and in your offers because that simplicity allows you to be intentional. When you are able to prioritize being intentional over the urge to just create a bunch of different things for a bunch of different audiences, just because you can create all those things or you think you should be creating all those things and getting yourself pulled in a million different directions trying to do it and spread so thin that you just aren't able to make any forward progress, when you give all that up, <laughs> then you can channel your most potent and powerful energy into each thing that you create. So before I get even further into this one, for my manifesting generators and manifestors and anyone who is considers themselves multi-passionate, don't take this call to simplicity as me telling you that you can't be multi-passionate. It just means that you need to be intentional with what you choose to work on and how the thing that you're working on fits into the greater ecosystem of the work that you are doing or that you want to do. 
you can work on multiple things. It's it's totally fine. But if you don't think about how they tie all together or how they fit into your great your methodology or your framework or within your business as a whole or how they serve that audience, that audience you have but in a different way, you know, that that is a, about being intentional. If you're able to think about these things before you just start creating hectically. And when I think about where I personally was back then to where I am right now, instead of being everything to everyone just because I could do something, <laughs> which I was when I was working and I had I was carrying a lot more OBM clients, I was just trying to be everything to everyone. And that was a mess. <laughs> I talked about it in earlier podcast episodes. But when I was trying to be everything to everyone, instead of asking myself what I actually wanted to create and what I wanted to work on, my work became so much more clear for me and for my clients. There was so much more clarity between us. There was so much more intentionality between us. My work became so much more transformational and the puzzle pieces of my own marketing strategy and offer ecosystem all came together so much more easily and without force because I pulled away everything that was not very intentional and I just let it go. I simplified, I simplified, and I simplified anything that wasn't serving me, that wasn't serving my clients, that wasn't directly connected to what I help my clients with very specifically. And in pulling all of those things away, what I did create became so much more intentional and so much more powerful and so much more potent. It makes a difference. You can be multi-passionate and you can still be simplified in your business and how you operate your business. You can still be multi-passionate and you can also be streamlined. You can be multi-passionate and you can be intentional. Okay. Don't get these two confused. So if you're in the stage where you're in more of the complexity versus the simplicity of things, ask yourself what you're doing because just because you can do it or because someone asked you to do it. Instead, ask yourself, like, what lights you up the most right now? What is the most fun, the most playful, the most exciting to you? And how can you make things even easier, even simpler, and even clearer? How can you strengthen the potency of the energy that you put into each thing that you do? and put a pause on everything else that doesn't fit that. The third sign that you're activating your purpose through your business is when you stop censoring yourself and worrying what others will think of your thoughts, of your words, of your bad grammar, <laughs> etc. because you it allows you to be free and be even more of service to your audience. When you prioritize being of service, over the fear of judgment and over that allowing self-doubt to slow you down or stop you completely from a creative perspective, you can then ignite your creative spark freely and tune out, begin to tune out those negative voices in your head. When I think about <laughs> where I was back then, when I was censoring myself, I was scared to say anything. I was scared to put myself out there in any way, shape, or form to where I am right now. Instead of back then, I felt super creatively blocked. I was staring at blank pages, Google Docs, and Instagram posts 
because I was putting so much pressure on myself to write and speak with proper grammar or trying to match my own content to what other people were producing because I was trying to say, well, that worked for them, so that must be what worked for me. And it was so much energy and so much force to try and copy someone else, like the flow and the style of someone else's work, than to just be my own self and talk in my own way and write in my own style. As soon as I stopped doing that, that's what I was obviously doing back then. And right now, I'm at a place that feels so much better and so much more flowy. As soon as I let go of who cares about my grammar or my run-on sentences or my typos or that I write in a different style than someone else in my um, who does a similar thing that I do, that's when the ideas and the content started flowing and flowing and flowing so much that honestly, at this moment, I can't keep up. <laughs> And I know my grammar and how I speak is far from perfect, but while I've gotten so many comments on how valuable my work is, I have yet to get a comment about how poor my grammar or spelling is or that I say like too many times. So if you're more in the stage right now where you're in the creative block versus the creative flow, just dance, <laughs> take the phrase, uh, dance like no one's watching and write or create that way too. Just write or talk or create in a way that feels easiest to you right now and just let it flow and let go of anything else. If it's in all you know, partial sentences, if it's in run-on sentences, if it's a bullet list of things, it doesn't matter. Just let it flow and let go of what anyone's going to think about it. Pretend, Almost pretend that you're just writing for you and just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> um, you know, what, like, what do you actually want to say? What are you being called to speak into the world or write into the world? What are the things that your clients or you need to hear right now? And just get it out, whatever format that takes. It doesn't matter. So even though the path that we all take, anyone, you know, you here listening versus me, even though the paths you and I take to our activate our purpose are different, we have different methodologies, modalities, our experiences are different. Through our unique gene keys and lines and beyond and how we apply them to our lives and our businesses and all of that is all different. The quality of consciousness and the state of being that we are all striving for is very, very similar. I can't think of any entrepreneur, <laughs> any business owner, any creative person who doesn't want similar things and how being the best version of their self, being intentional, being purposeful, being free, <laughs> all of these things, right? Like even though our paths are all so different, we all are striving to be the same, but in our own way, in our own journey. What peaceful means to me is different than what peaceful means to you, but we are all striving for similar outcomes and similar ways of being. Before I wrap up, let me go through those three signs one more time. The first is that you slow down and trust in divine timing because it allows you to be peaceful. The second is that you crave simplicity in your business and offers because it allows you to be intentional. And third, you stop censoring yourself and worrying about what others will think of your work because it allows you to be free and be even more of service. 
As I mentioned, we dive much deeper into this, your gene keys activation sequence and your unique purpose in my signature program, Radiant on Purpose. In Radiant on Purpose, we align your business to your human design to ignite your creativity, step into your soul purpose, and confidently promote yourself online so that you can get seen and heard by your soulmate clients while staying authentic to your true self and tapping into that open faucet of creativity as you do so, so you can grow your business joyfully and sustainably. Radiant on Purpose is now open for enrollment, and if this program resonates with you, you can go to briekirk.com slash radiant to learn more. And if you like what you heard today, remember to subscribe, comment, and like wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love it if you took a screenshot of your favorite part of the episode and shared it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at briekirk, or send me a DM to say hello. I cannot wait to meet you. In the next episode of the Frequency and Flow podcast, I'll be sharing the three pillars of a radiant on purpose marketing strategy. I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to the Frequency and Flow podcast with me, Brie Couric. I am so grateful you're here. If you liked what you heard today, I invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can benefit from this information as well. Head on down to the episode description to get links to all my content and programs, including free resources made just for you. I hope you have a beautiful day.